Welcome to Calvary Connection, podcast number four, about chapter number three in this book, Becoming a Hybrid Church, that we are reading together. And Or if you're not reading, uh, thank you for joining the podcast and just learning along with us as we learn yeah. a lot about uh, really what this concept of being a hybrid church looks like and how we can be the best church God's calling us to be. So welcome, everyone. And what do you think, Pastor Jeremiah, of this chapter? Yeah, social so media. Social in media in a hybrid church. It's definitely a topic that, you know, gets a lot of airtime, but yeah. not necessarily everyone has a lot of intimate knowledge about. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the important questions for us to ask right off the bat is what's our history with social media? Yeah. Like, where do we come yeah, from? Yeah, how do you I mean, use it? Yeah, so for me, Currently, social media is not something I make a lot of use out of. I have a Facebook page, and that's about it. Uh, and I use that Facebook page to post pictures of Bjorn, yes. uh, to keep updated with my family. And then uh, I'm part of the Bemidji Growing Facebook group for like gardening stuff. Okay, sure. Other than that, I try to avoid anything else that I can about social media. So it's not a huge part of, of my life these days. Yeah, I agree. I have a Facebook page, and mostly I do that to keep up with Calvary's <laughs> things, uh, trying to make sure that I'm sharing what's going going on here. Um, if I have an Instagram page, it's because my kids made one for me. Um, <laughs> so I don't know how to use that clearly. Um, uh, so no Snapchat, no TikTok, none, none of those things that my kids are on. I think I technically still have a MySpace page, actually. Ooh. What? But, that still yeah. exists? <laughs> so, so I hear. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, and again, I'm in a world where it's not something that I do right. uh, when I'm bored. I, um, uh, sit down and look at regularly or use. Um, but I can tell you my kids, 15 and 13, it is how they connect. Yep. It is what they do. Um, and I think they're on all of those different kind of apps. Um, and they're probably exploring new apps I don't even know about. I mean, I can see what they're using on their phone uh, through some of the just parental things. But um, it's definitely a world that I don't live in yeah. that that they do. Right. So again, kind of common experience. I personally am not on social media very much. I don't use it as a platform. Um, but like you, I connect with friends. I connect with people that way. They know how to find me through Facebook. Um, but I'm I'm not on it regularly, and I don't use it at its best capacity, probably. Either. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And for me, it's almost an intentional thing. You know, I I try not to use social media yeah. as much as I can. And I, so I think that when we're coming at this topic of social media in a hybrid church, there's definitely going to be people who are watching the podcast and reading the book with us who are much more adept at this than for we are. For sure. <laughs> uh, and that this absolutely is an area of uh, of learning and maybe not necessarily a focus for us in, yeah. our, in our personal lives. Um, what about the church? What about Calvary? Yeah. Like, how does Calvary currently and in the past make use of social media yeah so we have a website mm -hmm. and i think we draw people to that um uh, we have a facebook group uh, we have a youtube channel or channels of different things um i think we might have an instagram account again i'm something that i don't use or 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 really know about um but i do think as this book kind of pointed out uh, one of the things, even in our newsletters, uh, is to make sure that we're just not using it for an invitation board. Right. And that, um, I think, is common. You I know, mean, it's hard. Every church that I've been a part of that has had a, a website or a Facebook page, what do you mainly use that for? Hey, the youth group's having an event. Right. Let's post it on the Facebook page so everybody knows it. Oh, make sure you put this on the front page of the website so that people can see it. It is. It's that bulletin board aspect of things. Yeah. Um, that is common but might not be the most engaging way of going about using social media right 
I remember we had a communication audit many years ago, and this is the first time I really realized that a lot of our newspaper newsletter was like, don't miss this, come here to this. Um, and so I changed it to that I wanted equal inspiration hmm. in our newsletter than I wanted information. Yeah. So yes, a place to come find, but I do want to inspire people who need to be inspired. And again, this is kind of an archaic way in a newsletter, printed version, mailing out, people reading it or not reading it, I'm not even sure. But my guess is our generation <coughs> are probably reading it to find information because that's how we know how to do it. And the younger generation is probably not engaged in a printed newsletter Sure. much at all we'd love your feedback on that if you're watching yeah uh, to, tell us if that's something that you're engaged but, with at all <laughs> you know again i think we did see it as a free advertisement for years it's a way to get the word out about what we're up to but um i'm not sure that that we really understood the power uh, of social media and how do you really use it to to calvary's benefit yeah well and that kind of gets into that that next topic that i wanted to kind of touch on which is what makes social media effective in yeah. community building and for effective ways of ministry? Yeah. Because uh, I think that's different yes. than, like, how do we use it to get, get news out there, Absolutely. Right? I mean, I would say when I think about this and what I thought about when I was reading this book is that I probably would say almost every wedding I've done in probably the last five years, six years, maybe longer, they have met online. Mm -hmm. They've met some online platform, uh, had their relationship. Again, someone living in remote areas, it just, you know, what else do you do to meet people? Um, and these delightful stories about how this relationship started. And um, so online uh, with some, some ability to see and talk to one another, but yet the anticipation of meeting in person and all of those beautiful things. Whereas, you know, again, my relationship was, yeah, you go to somebody's house, you know, you go out on a physical date with them. Um, so I think that, again, 10 years ago, you'd say, don't do that. It's scary, it's bad, and now it's the norm. Yeah. So again, here are these social media outlets, uh, websites, whatever, that draw single people into saying, tell us your story so we can match you with common interest, and it works. It absolutely. Does. I mean, it works for Catherine and I. Oh That's my gosh, yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. of course. And it's also a part of how community online in general gets found. I mean, uh, the authors talk about this idea of engagement, of, right. of not just having people watch or just view, but participate, right? right? Having some conversation with people online, start creating some community that is specifically online. Right. Uh, this isn't a t actually a terribly new concept. I right. was mentioning to you before that yeah. I've been part of online yeah. actual communities prior to my life in seminary. I uh, did a lot of stuff with online gaming, right? Yeah. And I would play video games with people around the world. And we would Amazing. have like communities that would be founded that would be real relationships. People that I still consider very close friends I met while playing, you know, World of Warcraft, or I met playing City of Heroes, all these wow. games from back in the early 2000s, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, some of my friends even got married after having wow. met playing those games. It was a group of people who came together in a community, not necessarily a physical space, right. but a community around a common interest, right. a common drive that kind of gave them the the tinder to start the flame of community and relationship that is found within that. That's crazy. And yet, so it's been around for a long oh, time. Absolutely. And I think the depth of getting married out of a group like that, not you, but a friend of yours, you know, I've heard stories of congregation members saying, like, I had uh, the sore on my dog, mm. and I wasn't sure what to do, and so they 
found this Facebook group on this yes. type of dog, ask the question, engage, and then now they've had this community of people, again, around a common interest, the sheer joys and, and challenges of having this type of dog. Um, so I know that that, probably yeah. in your garden, oh, same I was thing actually going to mention yeah. that. Like yeah. I, I had mentioned that uh, I'm part of a Facebook group of people that you know do gardening in Bemidji. I've, I've found recipes that I love to use from that group. People will, you know, set out vegetables or fruits that they've grown at, like, say, we're going to be having a box of stuff at this intersection. Come and you can take as many as wow. you want. It's a community yeah. of people who develop friendships and relationships with each other in conversation only online. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's just as real as any other community. So here we have a challenge mm, yes. as a church. Uh, because we do know what our thing in common is. Right. We, are <laughs> we do know it's People Christ. who love God, right. right? And we want to be a part of that mission together as Calvary. I mean, it's not that we have to create that. We know that's true. I think most people go to church, though, for the relationships, and they're in real time. Yeah. And now this hybrid church is forcing us to say, even in real time, how do we engage? Right. Not just watch as a passive piece, because I think if you just watch people play video games, which is still fun, that's ah! a lie. There are communities around that too, but it's a different piece, right? Yeah. It's not as much of of experiencing something in the same time together, yeah, right. Uh, and we've had some conversations about this as a staff, like yeah. with regard to online worship, uh, figuring out if there are ways that we can engage people directly. Yeah who are being a part of the online worship experience. Right. Uh, and, and like I, we had in last week's conversation, not watching worship, but going to worship online, right? Uh, and so I think that one of the things we've talked about is maybe we have someone who is dedicated yes. during worship to be you know, part of a chat room. Uh, engaging with the live stream that's occurring, happening, like asking people, you know, what are your prayer requests? What yes. are the things that you want to offer up for worship? So that it's not just watching, it's participatory. It's building that sense of engaged community over time. Yeah. And again, you think about, uh, we've talked, you know, that was a beautiful special music they might type in the chat. Yeah. Things that we don't do when we're together, we don't, you know, maybe we turn to someone and say, wow, but we don't have that kind of response. And yet, virtually how important that response is to really praise God for what we <coughs> shared in that the choir anthem or whatever it is. So I think those are really great ways to say you're we're not just going to produce something for you to consume, but it is to say, who's worshiping with us today? Well, good yeah. morning, just like we do here. Yeah. Um, how was your day? Thanks for, oh, you're in Florida watching today? Wonderful. What's the weather down there? Right. Blah, blah, blah. Those kind of things that we would do in the narthex and every place else. So I do think that that would be something fun to play with and just yeah. see. And I think for some people to start with, it's certainly going to feel strange. You know, Because yeah. we're not used to that, right? When right. we When we watch worship, engage in worship online, we usually, it's not a two-way street. Yeah. It really tends to be a more of a consuming mindset. Yeah. But I think there's a lot to be gained in actually engaging. And so seeing where that can take us. Yeah. Can we build some authentic community that is specifically online yeah. with regard to Calvary and what we're doing? Um, I think there's, a, like you said, a lot of room to explore there. Yeah. It just takes a, a person who knows what they're doing yeah. and has a passion for that uh, has the time because that is a huge, uh, huge engagement piece is the amount of time that you put yeah. into it. Right. And I think this is where we would love to have an AV engagement mm -hmm. minister uh, doing this kind of work. We're finding that needs to be a full-time person, so we're still working at that. And again, your offerings continue to support the staff that come. 
Uh, so if that's something that you want to grow in, you know, I encourage you to, to, to continue just give to the general offering so we know that you're behind some of these things. Um, but I, I think you're right. I think and then not having that engagement minister just go in that rabbit hole of social media all day, yeah. but finding ways for us to learn how to engage yeah. and, and, and actually do part of the ministry too that is not just natural to us. Right. And I think, I mean, just to explore some of the ways that, that op- the methods that opens up for us. I didn't even talk to you about this before, but I'm thinking like just out loud, you know, we have things like the Theology Book Club, yes. right, that, that has met over Zoom. Why couldn't we set up like a, a, a message board where they can, you know, meet and maybe not even in real time, post comments on things and then someone else can respond to that. I mean, you can be community in so many ways online. The, yeah. the possibilities are just everywhere. Yeah. I think the question to you all who are watching this podcast is what kind of things would you like to see that would engage you? Um, Obviously, worship is something we're going to do because that's a central part of who we are. But what else? Is it theology book club? Is it a friend group? Is it a fellowship group? Some of the things we still can't do with uh, COVID-19 that we thought we'd do in the strategic plan, have um, um, uh, meals with eight or whatever we're talking about with that. I can't remember what it's called. A small group meal thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, some things like that would mean give us some feedback you can go to podcast at calvarybemidji.org and just share here's some things I would be interested in and engaging in because it is it is focused on God everything we do here um, and yet what is that other interest piece that would tie you in to an engagement that also would help us learn how to do that in worship. Yep. I think that that probably might might mix. So please let us know uh, what some of those things are that would engage you. And bring those to the conversation Wednesday night, yep. too. So next Wednesday night, we'll be talking about this chapter. Come and share what your thoughts are about social media and how maybe that can be a benefit or something we want to look at more closely with regard to our ministry here. Uh, that's, of course, 715 on Wednesday nights. You can sign up on the Calvary website. Love to have as many people as want to be a part of that conversation uh, join us for that. I think this is a really engaging chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's uh, something that's got my attention. Yeah. Definitely after reading it to think we have lots of room to grow here. Um, we have done uh, some of the other things that the book have suggested or dabbled with this, but this is one I think we haven't done a lot of intentional and there's work room. with. There's and room to be yes. done for things to be done with. Yes. Um, so I, I am, my interest is perked and I'm interested in hearing what you have to say as well as what we can explore, uh, trying to do and just know that through this book, we've been inspired to try some new things. And, um, I hope that that feels refreshing to you and, um, will definitely engage you wherever you are. Yeah, for sure. Well, again, we are grateful for you guys to all join us in these conversations. Next week, we're going to be talking about, what is it, spiritual direction, I think, in a hybrid church. Man, that's going to be interesting to see where they go with that, too. So we'll have to find that out uh, next week. Well, have a great week. God loves you. And so do we.